Hello and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real life challenges, the real life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013, where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space, and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry, and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach, and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable, and I really, really want to explore these topics that, quite frankly, can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello, and welcome to episode number 37, Fear of Failure. Now, I'm actually um, a little bit surprised in myself that I haven't done this episode earlier, Uh, because this is a conversation piece that comes up so regularly, um, not just for coaches, but for women as a whole. Um, And it's certainly like a conversation and exploration that I have with so many people on repeat. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to opening into this conversation today with you because I think it is stopping so many women from doing so many things with their life. Um, and it's not to say that it's easy to get through. Definitely it's not easy, but there are, there are things that we can be doing um, to proactively move into fear so that we can obviously change the outcomes that we're after. So fear of failure. Now, if we think about the actual words, so we are fearing what is going to happen when we fail. And fear of failure, we perceive that there are going to be certain things that happen on the tail end when we actually fail. And that is what we are fearing. Okay, so when we actually are thinking about failing something, things that might be coming up that we perceive can come up um, can be things like um, embarrassment from others. Um, It can include things like disappointing others. There is something on the tail end of that failure that we perceive is going to be negative or horrible or something that we don't want to live through. So we don't actually move into this action that we're wanting to take because we have got a fear of what is going to come on the other side. And this worry and, you know, anxiety builds up and this big story of what's on the other side and and what we perceive is coming, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger in our head. And so much comes up that we immobilize ourselves and we don't take any steps at all. Because if you think about it, the perception that we have on the other side of the fear Um, it's so, it sounds and feels so horrible. And why would we actively want to go into that? Why would we want to actively make that a reality when we are building it up in our head to be so big? So on the tail end of failure, there are lots of different perceptions that people have, which are stopping us from moving into that fear because we don't want to experience what, what is coming. Like I said, things like disappointing others, embarrassment. Um, it can also be things like judgment that we we fear, um, unsolicited opinions, not being liked. Um, we also can fear that we've just got too much to lose and that we've you know, built ourselves up into a position where we don't want to jeopardize that. And 
because of all of these things that start to build up and those combination of things that we perceive to be unfavorable, it's just stopping so many people. Um, And I definitely find that there's a a few more common things that come up through the conversations that I have. Um, Stuff like embarrassment, judgment, like judgment from others, unsolicited opinions, all that kind of stuff, that piece around judgment as a whole. A lot of women fear that and that's why they don't move into these actions or these experiences or situations where they're even going to give themselves a chance to be judged by others. Um, So that's a really big, big one. Another one that comes up a lot with coaches and business owners um, that they perceive is going to be on the tail end of failing is that they have got too much to lose. So what I mean by that is they might have, they, they would have worked really, really hard to build themselves up to a position now, but they're wanting to step into something that's scarier, that's bigger. Um, the goals are, are much bigger than where they're at now, but because they've worked so hard to put themselves into the position that they're in, they don't want to make any changes or step into anything different because they've tried so hard and they don't want to lose what they've worked for, even though where they're at is not exactly where they want to be. There are The, the current situation is good, but there are certainly things that are still happening that they want to change but they know what's going on right now. Like it's comfortable, right? And if they change anything, they perceive that they're going to lose everything that they've worked towards. So that's a really like another common thing that comes up, especially with coaches and business owners. And whatever we perceive to be on the tail end of failure, if we don't address it, it is forever going to stronghold us. And the longer that we leave it, the longer that it sits there, it builds up. And the story that we paint in our head becomes more and more and more. The anxiety builds up more. The worry builds up more. The, the like what we perceive to be on the tail end just grows into a beast. Okay. So that's what we need to first of all think about is that we have got a fear of failure, but it's more so that we're fearing what is going to happen on the tail end of failing, the judgment, the embarrassment, the disappointing, the losing so much of what we've worked towards. Okay. Now, fear of failure, it can show up in lots of different ways for people. Um, And I do find that sometimes there's things that are happening in someone's life, a woman's life, and they're not necessarily like aware of why this is coming up and they don't necessarily think or pinpoint that fear is underlying it because it sometimes doesn't look like fear. To them, sometimes it looks like not having enough skills or not having enough time or not having enough like support or accountability. But when we start to break into the conversations deeper, there's things that are fear-based that are driving those actions. So fear of failure can look like the following things. It can look like someone that doesn't set any goals, um, that is really like really just wanting to go with the flow. They're not wanting to set up any like tangibles because if they don't get those tangibles, they have a fear of like how that's going to impact them um, or how that's going to make them feel. The uh, fear of failure also looks like not setting up like milestones along the way in regards to the bigger goals. Okay. So if you don't, if you don't set up milestones and if you don't set up big targets with goals, like what have you got to lose? You don't have anything to fail at because you're not even setting up the parameters to even start going into that realm. So they're basically saying completely comfortable when it comes to growth, because if they don't set these things, they're not going to get hurt or they're not going to like feel shit about themselves when they don't get it, or they're not going to like, 
you know, tell someone about it and then not reach it and then worry about the judgment or the opinion of someone else. So fear of failure very much looks like not setting any any goals, any parameters, no targets in place. Um, another big one of what fear of failure looks like is not making any changes um, in your business as a coach or not making any changes in your life as a whole because there is a fear that if we make the change and we don't achieve that change that we're after, you know, what is going to happen on the tail end? So there's a fear of screwing up. So if we already fear that we're not going to get it or we're going to screw up, I'm not even going to put myself in that position. Okay. Another way that fear of failure shows up for women and coaches and business owners is that we're always finding reasons as to why something didn't happen. So for example, um, if a coach who is also obviously a business owner were to not um, book out like a semi-private model in which they were starting to launch and they were marketing on social media, they were reaching out to clients, um, they were putting up campaigns to attract new people, they're they're always finding reasons as to why something hasn't worked. So they might be like, oh, it's the current climate. Um, or, oh, you know, the it's just too expensive and no one wants it anyway. Um, other reasons that they might start to search for is the market is flooded. There's just so many trainers right now. There's 20 other trainers in my gym. Like, how am I going to stand out? And they're always trying to find other reasons as to why something hasn't worked. But when you actually stop and strip it back and we look at that person's actions around what they've done around launching the semi-private, we we see that they're not doing the things that are really going to catapult this launch and put them in a position to actually sell it out. You know, they might have been really wishy-washy on their marketing campaign online. They might have only posted half of the things that they intended to post when they set up their marketing campaign. Or they might not even be selling to clients when the opportunities present. Or they might not even be making phone calls to potential leads from the database of the gym. But they don't want to recognize that those are the things they're not doing. And they're not doing it because of like, they don't want to come off salesy. Or they don't want to get uncomfortable with like doing a cold call. Um, They don't want to like put themselves out there on social media. So there is a lot of tangible things that they're not doing that are based around fear and the coaches are trying to search for other reasons as to why that that semi-private launch didn't fully book out. So that can be an example of what fear of failure looks like. Um, another example is um, inconsistent action. So coaches and business owners, you know, not showing up regularly to do the things that are going to build their business or get their clients results because of X, Y, Z reasons that they pull out. And when we start to go deeper, um, fear of failure can be, you know, well, why is someone not doing consistent action? Is it because they, again, don't want to come across as pushing their services too much or they don't want to have conversations with their client because they know it's going to make them feel uncomfortable and they don't want to, like they fear that if they have uncomfortable conversations with their client and go a little bit more direct, the client might leave and they've got a fear of that. So fear of failure can also look like inconsistent action. Um, Another thing, another way that fear of failure can show up is anyone stopping at any signs of challenge or any any hurdles, any roadblocks. Um, A lot of the time, especially in the fitness industry, um, I definitely think that coaches have got a perception or a view that 
what they do, so any action that they take to build their business, they believe that that action that they take, it should always have a favorable outcome. And when it doesn't have a favorable outcome, they are stopping. And the reality is, is that when you're building a business, especially in the fitness industry, there is a lot going on all the time. And it's not a one-to-one ratio. You don't do one thing and then you get a favorable outcome. You don't try one thing and then it pays off. There is constantly, like you constantly have to keep like slugging sometimes and have 10 attempts to give one positive outcome. And I do think sometimes there's this rose-colored like rose tinted glasses view of what coaches think is going to happen when they're running a business. And so when they get a failure or when they get one challenge or roadblock or two or three, even they're just stopping. And it's like, that is not the case. We have to keep going. It is going to take 10, 15, 20 times for you to do something for you sometimes to get a favorable outcome. But that's also how fear of failure can come up. They don't want to work through these challenges and these roadblocks. Um, another, another way that fear of failure can show up in our lives is like over planning. Um, I certainly know a lot of coaches that are stuck in this like mentality or the stage of growth. They are perpetually planning and it's not planning. It's actually procrastinating. And, you know, what they think before we've had a conversation, a lot of the time they're like, I've got this idea, this idea, this idea. They've got so many ideas. And quite frankly, like they are ready to go, but they just keep thinking that they need all of their ducks in a row, or they need that little bit extra information, or they need to do a little bit more research or have more skill sets before they actually launch the product or have the conversation or increase their prices or whatever it might be. And if we think about it, perpetually going around in that circle and perpetually planning to perfection that is never going to be there is procrastinating. Because when you plan over and over again, you don't have to pull the trigger and step into discomfort and give, and you don't have to step into the possibility of your shit not working out. Okay. So over planning is to a point of procrastinating because it's safe, like planning to do lists, strategizing. It is safe. It stays in your head. It stays in your notebooks. You don't put it out into the world and you don't give yourself a chance to fail, um, a chance for it to go wrong because we don't want to go. We we don't want it to go wrong. We don't want to fail. So that's a big one of of how fear of failure shows up for so many coaches. Okay. Another way that fear of failure can come up and and be present is when someone is constantly getting distracted. So, or someone is constantly changing changing the game and changing their goals. So one week they want to work on this, another week they want to work on something else. Um, it's, you know, co- like constantly getting distracted and changing the game is another form of keeping yourself safe. Because like I said with the planning, if you're constantly changing the game, you're not getting closer to completion or you're not getting closer to having to pull the trigger and like do that thing that you fear, okay? So if you're someone that is like constantly chopping and changing from program to program, task to to task, and you're just like perpetually going down different avenues, I want you to explore that and I want you to think about why you're doing that. Okay, so fear of failure looks 
lots of different ways. And these different ways that I just explain, they can come in, like sometimes we don't know that fear of failure is driving them, so they're sneaky. They come through like not setting goals and you know not wanting to make any changes in your business or stopping at signs of challenge. And we try and reason them away with other things. We try and reason them away with, I don't have enough skills. I don't have enough experience. Um, I don't have enough my communication skills are not good enough. I need to spend some more time in the industry. The fear of failure that is there, we try and raise it in a way with different things, but we need to jump into those things that I just explained and the, those examples of how it looks and break it down further and get a little bit deeper as to what is actually driving these actions. And you will likely find that a lot of the time there is so much fear of failure underneath those things. Okay. So, Fear of failure is, it's it's so shit. Like it is seriously, as a mentor, as a coach, as a business owner, like I fucking for sure have my own huge share of, of fear of failure. Um, like I'm not exempt from it. Um, I, you know, I'm no different to anyone else. My fear of failure keeps coming up, but I just know that I'm in a better position to deal with it because I can recognize when fear of failure is, is coming up in my life. Okay. And fear of failure, it's just stopping so many women from running their own businesses, from stepping into areas of their life that they want to do, stepping into new projects, you know, making decisions, changing their life. It's just strongholding so many women. And it's not it's not to say that it's easy to get through it. I'm like, I definitely recognize that it is difficult and it is a working piece constantly. But the biggest point that I want you to know is that fear of failure, it's not that it goes away. It is always present. You just get better at one, recognizing it. And two, being able to be like proactively deal with it. Okay. So that's why when I was going over that stuff around fear of failure looks like, like not setting goals, not setting targets, staying comfortable, planning to the point of procrastinating, those are to open your mind and to open the lens that, hey, if this is stuff that you constantly do and you know it's a part of like what goes on with your life, ding, 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 let's look a bit closer at those actions that are are going on in your life and let's see if there's fear of failure there, okay? So that's all about that recognition piece. What we can name, we can tame. So if we can't recognize it and bring awareness around it, we have no shit show of being able to deal with it, okay? So just remember that it's not going to go away. You just get so much better at dealing with it and realizing that fear, it can actually dissipate, okay? Now, fear is something that if we leave it alone, if we try and reason it off with different excuses or like reasons, it just grows and grows and grows, okay? It like breeds on silence. It breeds on being in your own head. It breeds on not even touching it. So we have to really break into these things, um, whether it's through journaling, whether it's through like talking to someone. If we leave it, it's going to run a fucking shit show in our brain, okay? And if it stays there and keeps running and we don't touch it, it will limit our actions. And if you are a coach, a business owner, it will limit your business growth. And it will also limit how you coach and show up for your clients. So how do we actually start like, overcoming fear. And when I say overcoming fear, it's 
overcoming fear in that particular moment. Okay, because overcoming fear is not like a set and forget. You're not going to overcome it once and then good, yay, I've got the skill set of learning to deal with fear. No way. It is always going to come up as you achieve one goal you'll want to set something else and you'll want to, you know, move into a new goal that's of interest to you or exciting or, or terrifying or whatever, fear will come up again. So we need to bring up the skills that we've learned from the previous fear, explore, understand what we did, understand what worked for us, and then we're going to do it again because it's another opportunity for us to address fear. So when you've got those signs and when I said the stuff that fear, fear looks like, your first point is to really explore this, these, these fears, okay? And you really want to explore how it's showing up in your life, how it's showing up in your business, what it's making you do, what actions it's, you know, what are the actions that are coming from it? We really want to go deep with it. Now, another thing, the, the next thing that I want you to do when these fear of failures are present, and this is something that I don't think a lot of people want to jump into, is I actually encourage you to start thinking about what would happen if you do fail, okay? And this is what I call worst case, worst case scenario, um, and it's a task that I do for myself and do with my clients, is when they've got this fear of failure and they've actually pinpointed it, I go, okay, let's fucking explore what would happen if you do fail. Let's go like into that shittest story that you're building up in your head and let's fucking understand what exactly it is that you're fearing. You make the decision in your business you know, you tell something to your clients, you increase your prices, you have a fear of failure that all of your clients are going to leave and then your business is going to go kaput and all the work that you've done, you know, it goes to the shitter and then you have to start from ground up. I want us to really go there and start to pull in that worst case scenario. And when we start to do that, I need you to go there, like truly go there, okay? And the reason we want to go there is it gives us a lot of clues. It gives us some feedback of where we likely need to spend more time and attention. So in that context of increasing your prices and then delivering it to clients, they all say no, then your business goes to the shitter, then maybe there's some clues there and some extra exploration that we need to have a look at in the following. How much are we taking your prices up? Um, is it a reasonable increase for clients? How are we going to deliver the increase to clients? Is it going to be a letter, a conversation, both? Um, we need to consider how to do that in an appropriate manner. Okay, let's just say we lost your clients. What would be some other ways that we would start to grow your client base again? So as you can see there, that worst case scenario has now led us into a different realm of, of exploration and inquiry for us to start thinking about, well, look, if it does happen, what can I be doing to rectify that problem? Or what can I be doing to make it proactive and, and positive again? And when I think about it in that way, it's like, okay, cool. Like this could happen because you always have to entertain it could happen. But also what would you be doing and how would you be taking control to bring it back into line with your, you know, being favorable for you? Okay. Now, another thing that I want us to consider of how we overcome fear in different contexts, um, different experiences, I want you to like actively seek how to fail. Okay. <laughs> And what I mean by that is if it's like anything, right? Like if you want to get good at squatting, you got to, you got to squat. You can't like, you can't get good at squatting by just leg pressing. You can't get good at squatting by just doing fucking RDLs. You actually have to practice the skill set 
the movement pattern of squatting. So one way that I like to approach getting better at dealing with failure is actively seeking failure. And the way and my modality of seeking failure is lifting. That's why I like lifting so much. And that's why so many people that I've worked with and and all of my clients will know that I always say stuff like barbell is the catalyst for change. Barbell, like it really forges qualities in you because it's putting you into circumstances where you've got to explore yourself and, and give yourself a chance to grow. So I really, I really love lifting for this. Um, And when I got into lifting, like it was driven by like so many different aspects. But now the reason I stay in lifting so much and and powerlifting specifically is it gives me regular doses at dealing with failure and learning how I react and learning how I get through them and learning how hard I can grind. How much do I want it? So I want you to think about what can you do to actively put yourself into failing? It doesn't necessarily have to be lifting, but I want you to pick something um, that is something that you enjoy. Okay, so if you don't like lifting, don't pick lifting. But if you were to like, I don't know, like let's just say you prefer to do movement that is more yoga based, like a way that you can start exploring how to fail is maybe doing a pose um, that you've never done before or staying held in a, a headstand for X amount of time more than you've done before, knowing quite well that you could potentially fail, okay? Watch what happens. Watch how you respond. Do you take the challenge? Do you step up? So I want you to actively think about how you can put yourself into a position to fail, okay? Now, the thing that I want to leave you with today is just to round up that failure failure is, especially when you're a coach and you're a business owner, we have to remember coaches that failing especially in the context of running a business and being a coach, you are 110%, 1,000, 1,000,000% going to fail when you run a business, okay? Um, you are going to fuck up shit as a coach. You are going to say the wrong thing. You are going to potentially put something on a program that's not favorable. You're going to you know, put your foot in your mouth. You're going to do so many things that you will deem as a failure. Like it is a part of life as a coach and a business owner. And especially when it comes to a business context, you have to remember that the one-to-one ratio is not, it doesn't exist you will likely do so many attempts, so many iterations that will fail that, you know, until you get to the golden, the golden nugget. And every time you fail, I like to think about a failure as something that is taking you closer to the end outcome. Because every time you do fail, you do learn something. You do learn that, hey, that maybe wasn't the best thing to say or shit, that wasn't the best decision to make for my business or fuck, I did I did take my prices up too much or shit, I didn't deliver this appropriately. Every failure is not, it's not like, it, it's not a, um, how would I say it? It is, it's got nothing to do with you as a skill set or you as a person. Like it doesn't make you a shit person. It doesn't make you someone that's never going to be able to achieve these things. It's simply a fallback, a chance for you to gather the information that you did in that example, a chance for you to calibrate and, and look at the shit that you did and go, hey, yeah, okay, I can see that. That was probably not the best. And then when you go for your next iteration, your next attempt, whatever it is, you have a bigger base of knowledge in which to build from. 
So if you've got an example of wanting to go towards a goal and you fail 10, 15 times, each failure is going to look different. Failure one will then have something different in failure two. And then when you get to failure three, you'll take the stuff that you learned from one and two and the shit that didn't work or the stuff that maybe pushed you forward a little bit. And then when you do attempt three, it'll be you know, be a smarter, a smarter decision and how you might fail it again. But then you can add that to the base of information for you to then try the fourth attempt. So every time you fail, people do not like, what's the word? They don't reflect on it and they don't, you know, they don't explore it. Because when we have a fail, like we can go into this really negative space, right? I'm shit. I'm not good enough. I knew that I was going to fail anyway. And those like self-deprecating thoughts can like stronghold the whole situation of the failure. And it's like, fuck, it's heartbreaking because if we can get out of that I'm a shit person state and realize that we are not our failures, we can then go into that opportunity to explore it. But as soon as you let yourself go into that like the failure means I'm a shit person space, you are robbing yourself of that failure and you're leaving that attempt and you're not gaining the good shit from that failure, okay? So every time you fail, I know it feels like shit. I know that it can make us go into a weird space and that's cool. Like you want to feel that shit, but you want to loop back on that failure and you want to go, what have I learned? What can I do differently? What worked pretty well, but I need to change it ever so slightly. How can I tweak it? Because the more that you fucking like leave those failures and piss off and go into that space of I'm a shit human being, you're leaving it. And that is like evidence on the table. And as a business owner, God, that's where the juice is. That's where the fucking magic is. Okay. So every failure, it's a fallback. It's a chance for you to take that stuff and then put it into your next iteration, your next attempt. So fear of failure, guys, like it's it like it's legit, right? Like it is such a legitimate feeling and it really does stop us from doing so many things. But because I've failed so many times, oh my gosh, and I will continue to fail so many times, I like to just think about failure so differently because I know that this is a part of life. And if you're running a business as a coach, guys, you are going to have it come up. So it's all about reframing failure and not just reframing it for the sake of like feeling bitter about it and blah, 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 but reframing it so you can take the juice out of it because there is so much goodness in every failure that we have. So I hope that gave you something to think about. Um, And what I would encourage you to do now is with the stuff that I talked about around how failure shows up in our lives and what it can look like, I would encourage you to start questioning some of the the challenges or the roadblocks in your life that keep coming up on repeat, okay? Because they keep coming up on repeat for a reason. And there's going to be some stuff underneath that if we don't tackle it, it's just going to keep growing. So that's what I leave you with today. and, And I encourage you to do a bit more exploration. All right, guys, I will talk to you next week. Have a good day. Bye. Now, if today's conversation resonated with you and you're like, Okay, shit, bro. Um, I think you're onto something there. It's it's resonating with me, and I feel like I've got some stuff to explore. 
I have got an awesome program that I'm launching at the start of October and I want to let you know about it. It's called Self Made Woman. It is a five-week program and it's for not just coaches and business owners, it's for women as a whole. And I really wanted to launch this short program because it deals with concepts that I believe are the big kahunas of personal growth. And in order to start going into a space where we want to grow, we want to tackle some of these beliefs we have, we want to start to create a life in which one, we're kicking the goals that we want to, and two, we're feeling fucking fulfillment from, we have to start getting into some of these bigger level concepts. And the three big kahunas that I want to talk about during that time is what I see coming up so much. And when we can start to open those conversations, they have so much of a big snowball effect on so many areas in our women's lives. So if this is sounding like something that you might be interested in and you're finding you're in a position where you know there's a lot of stuff going on in your head, but you're not really sure where to start or how to move through some of the stuff, then this program is for you, okay? Um, it's very much been born out of a time because of the COVID experience um, where I feel like a lot of women are really starting to question things in their life. And this is a really good opportunity if this is where you're at as well, where you are with your job. You know, you might not be happy in certain areas of your life. This program is for you. So if you're interested, you can head to www.womaninstrength.com.au and you will see under the services tab that it says self-made woman. I've only got 15 ladies that I'm going to be taking on board for the next five weeks. So jump on it. It is a ridiculous price. Like it is ridiculously cheap because I want to get our ladies in and start having these big conversations. All right, guys, I look really forward to having some chats with you guys. Bye.